Hey everyone, this is your host, Chris Chief and Blurred's Eye View. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Here, let me explain. First, it's free. You definitely can't beat that. Plus, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast and more. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Uh, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Uh, imagine that, a future that's super black. Long as your skin brown, your superpowers intact. What would your powers be? Just hope it ain't super whack. Spatial manipulation, create a portal that's black. Maybe just super speed, time travel to run it back. Or cheat manipulation to keep my spirit intact. As I encounter evils the world face, demons the world makes. I needed the world to stay. Rest in peace to Chad, which they killed all the black panthers. Told us white lies, I still marvel at black answers. Troops in DC, pray it lead to a civil war. It ain't no justice league. What's the need to be civil? Propelled like the juggernaut, playing no stopping this. The world in grave danger, who can stop the apocalypse? They killed all the heroes, the new ones don't really care. But if you need me, put your fist up in the air. Yeah, in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. In the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Flying high, I emerge through the flames. Have no fear, I'm here, so stand back. Melanin, activate the name of Super Black. Welcome back to another episode of Blurred's Eye View, your favorite Blurred Sentai crew. Look at that. I made it through that one. (laughs) (laughs) I left it up. Uh, Thanks for tuning in, everybody. Remember to hit that subscribe button on YouTube for the latest news, reviews, and laughs, as well as follow us on IG. I'm your host, Chris Fury. With me is our cosplay diva, Candy B. How's it going? I feel like if we're going to be like, we're the favorite Sentai podcast crew, we need to work on our poses or have (laughs) (laughs) that. So, you know what I mean? Like, I, we need to have something popping. Like, yeah, we gotta we gotta get something going. I think I think for the, the new season, we might 
we might do a little something, little something. We're gonna keep the music. We, the music oh, no, is no way. song is undefeated. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's not going any damn way. So. That is the best. Our theme song is undefeated, but we definitely have to live up to little nicknames and stuff. We need, yeah, oh, we, yeah. Need <laughs> we got some things we're gonna work on. <laughs> get some, uh, get some, get some zentai suits and everything. <laughs> I would love that. To be honest, I'm actually gonna hit up our girl Kiwi. Do you love me? I'm there you go. I was thinking about her today. You know what? Shout out to Kiwi Ninamori. She was our guest last week. She was the uh, contest cosplay uh, contest winner for BlurCon 2021. Uh, check it out on YouTube. She is now known as Master Kiwi. Uh, <laughs> Thanks her. to thanks to my boy Skip out there for blurred over. Uh, he's like call her Master Kiwi from now on because because uh, she is massively skilled with her seamstress skills. It's insane. Uh, so I check wanted, that out. Um, to stitch together the Power Rangers suit they wore in the movie, like the ninja one. Mm-hmm. I, of course, I want the yellow one, but I'm like, that's what I want. I have wanted that even before getting into cosplay. Like, <laughs> I just. Mm-hmm. I think I think just about everybody who grew up on Power Rangers, and as much as I love black for some reason, the white speaks to me right now. It's it just hard. First, you know what it was? It was the gold accents. They have to do us like that. They yeah. have to the white with the gold accents, and it's just it's too clean. It's too hard. And did you notice that his outfit never got dirty? Exactly. <laughs> he was never touched. I don't know touch. what Tommy had on his geek on his said, geek, I can walk out in all white. Ain't nobody gonna touch me. <laughs> no, Tommy's the goat. Going. Tommy has always been the goat. Shout out to Jason David Frank if you're listening, and you will soon. Uh, <laughs> Shout out to my ex husband. I joked about me and my ex husband in that picture that we took together <laughs> uh, years ago. My DMs blew up. Some people were really like, "You guys were together." I never heard. I didn't know. And I'm like, "I know y'all." Like, I know y'all like, don't you think if I'm married, <laughs> you would know? Nobody, like marrying a Power Ranger is one thing. You think if I married the Green Ranger and the White Ranger, who also- And the Red Ranger and the Black Ranger. Alive, okay? Okay, who beat up Scorpion. Do you think that I would keep that a secret? Everybody would know that. What are you talking about? I probably wouldn't leave. I'd be like, no, I'm unhappy, but you're also who you are, so- <laughs> it's too legendary to give it up. <laughs> I still can't forgive him for that whole week of giving every child stress. We were when first. That was but a we stressful week. Still, like we still weren't even like kid kids because it weren't. It wasn't like we were like under five. Right. But it was still that very. It was still very stressful. Like yo, that whole five days. It was like what the hell? Like <laughs> what was going on? Like still, it still has been the only one to step into a Megazord and kick everybody out. Oh, all those like I think that's the best thing about having the internet now is everything we love so much in like late '80s and throughout the '90s just gets made fun of to no end now. And with the commentary people add, uh, all the extra stuff, I live for it. But I never really realized he slapped the shit out of the Pink Ranger, like with her helmet <laughs> on. I was like, what? Like this bow. Hey. What's up, Maximilian? What's going on, Bristol Media Group? Dang, dang. Big shout out, big shout out to them. <laughs> Those are my sound effects because DC's not here today. Yeah, DC's not here with us today, so it seems so off because I had a whole intro for him. He was like, just got off work. Damn. It doesn't seem off. It actually seems very zen like. You know what I mean? Very, 
organized. It seems, yes. It seems like this is going to be a good show. <laughs> he's going to be like, you know, he's like, you know, I've seen that, right? <laughs> I don't care. What I'm not even he's like, what is going on with her? Is something oh, a matter? <laughs> so what have you been watching? Um, besides my inbox. Um <laughs> Uh, By the way, y'all cats are out of control hitting up Candy B. <laughs> let me just say. It's, like, it's the voice messages for me. Um, <laughs> those are probably my favorite, especially when I don't talk to the guy like that. Those are probably my favorite. So I'm like, what? Why? Why would you say that to a lady? Why? <laughs> you said, why would you uh, we need to do an episode on cosplayers and dating or blurred and dating, just blurred oh and dating. God. Blurds in dating. Because it's we there. Blurds, blurds in relationships, flat out. We have just, to. Yeah, so well, we, you know, I think, Chris has some things up his sleeves, and that could be something, you know, that you you also do after you're done with your, your other big thing that's coming up here. So oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh tune in next week. I got fun. something big for next week. Uh for our, I think that would be a well, yeah, I got something big for next week. Yeah, um, but, um, I'm not really watching anything um major. I, I end up taking a break because I Finally finished Grey's Anatomy. I'm done, caught up. 17 seasons of my life I'll never get back. Um, I'm happy I did it just to say that I did it. But I'm also like, all right, what I'm probably going to get into next, just to like get out of, I don't know how you feel about this, but after I watch something that has hella seasons, I want to get to something quick. I'm like, does this have four seasons and it's done? Cool. Let me do that. So I'm torn between getting back into Tokyo Ghoul, or um, God, I forget the name of the other one, but it got uh, they're oh all times. <laughs> yeah. Well, shout out to John Woods, he's a good friend of mine out here in Cleveland. Um, <laughs> uh, and Max, hey, we can turn team up and do a blur. Yes, yeah, yes, oh we can God. team up and do a blur yeah. dating show. Exactly, we need to make it happen. Uh, <laughs> candy being the gold mic. Uh, when the gold mic comes out, it's all like, no cap. But yeah, I'd <laughs> so. like to try to get into something like that's light because that just took too much out of me. So on Netflix, um, I noticed that Resident Evil has a little animated thing, and mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna get into that. My son watched it, he said it was hard, so I said, All right, I'm gonna get into something light. I can't handle something that's got a lot of seasons right now, so I might have to wait to get back into One Piece because I just yeah, I was I was uh I was debating on doing that over the weekend. Uh probably just get back into it and just kind of get back in gear because yeah. I really haven't watched too much anime as of late. Like I'm going into fourth season of Attack on Titan right now. So first of all, I've never clenched my fist so damn much. <laughs> Like in it's frustration, so it's so great. Like, what, wait, like, what episode are you on? Uh, I for uh, is it twelve? I think it's twelve. Okay, okay. Yeah, mm -hmm. I was, I was stressed. I had a couple of moments in that show where my son rewatched it with me because he just wanted to see my reaction. So there's some stuff you watch and you're like, wait a minute, and it's not stuff they highlight. They just try to breeze over it. But when you catch it, you like, I know you fucking lying. I don't know <laughs> right. how many times I lie. I don't know how many times I yelled at my screen. I know you fucking lying. Yeah. Or, or I, uh, I'm looking out of my living room when something happened. Because, you know, black people like to run when we're shocked. You, so yeah. I just. Uh, I had that moment. I had that moment over the weekend. Uh, <laughs> oh, you did but, already? Yeah. I, 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 I'm just like, son of a bitch. What? What you made know, you so, run? You got to uh, tell me. Well, well it's going to be for the. It's going to be. 
it's gonna be in the uh the main topic. What oh, we're gonna okay, talk okay, about okay. the main topic. It's, it's, it's gonna be the main topic. But yeah, there were some moments in attack that just literally had me like I've lost sleep. Like I know I have to get up for work in the morning, and here I am. <laughs> when, when Aaron Erin Yega and you're right are out there, like no, you got to like watch it. I stayed up all night when I had only a couple episodes left, and I was like talking to my son. I was like, I ain't no bitch. I'm gonna stay up. Like you gonna stay up and watch this? So I'm gonna do this, and I stay up all night. He does too because I force him. Um, <laughs> And it was probably about 11 o'clock when I finished. We got breakfast, slept like the whole day. I think we had a show to record. So I woke up like 30 minutes before we had to record because it was oh a Saturday. My God. <laughs> oh my God. It's, it's yeah, so you much. You sleep over it. It's worth it. You that do. You, you, can't, you can't freaking help it. And it's insane every single time. Every time. And it's been one of the few shows I have not been able to predict certain things. Certain stuff you watch and you're just like, I know where this is going. I know where this character is going. Whatever. Season yeah. four has like, I was not expecting this from the crew, but I love it. I'm, I'm here for everybody's such, story. Like, such, 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 such drama. Um, it's so drama, Phil. Like, so dramatic. Before we get into some of the news, we only, I only got two pieces of news I want to show off with, but uh, we do have a new little piece. Here we go. Cosplay of the stupid. <laughs> oh no! This is this is not stupid. Okay. <laughs> here's I our cosplay. Yeah, here's our cosplayer of the week. Meet Blurred's Eye View cosplayer of the week. Destiny is a lab technician from Baltimore, Maryland, and has been cosplaying since 2014. Destiny has said her first con was Otakon, and it was special because she's seen so many people dressed up. And with this online support of POCs and cosplay. It gave her the confidence to push her craft even further and do more elaborate cosplays. Her favorite characters to cosplay are Nessa from the Pokemon fandom or Zinian from Genshin Impact. Destiny can be found on Instagram at deshushan.uwu. Thank you, Destiny, and congratulations on being Blurred's Eye View Cosplayer of the Week. If you would like to be featured in our Cosplayer of the Week, then be so kind as to go to our IG page, Blurred's Eye View, and leave us a message. Congratulations, Destiny, for making the cosplayer. Yes. That is a new it thing I will be doing. Girl. Yeah, so yeah, that Genshin, that, that Genshin lit, really did look good. Uh, I, I love that segment, and I, I'm going to yoink it from the page as soon as you <laughs> post it. Because, I will send yes. it to you and do whatever you wish with it. Yeah, post that on our pages. That's going to be so cute. And then your little voiceover makes it more like epic than just a picture. You Who wouldn't, wouldn't imagine, want that. Yeah, you wouldn't imagine how much trouble I had. I had to do that one at the last minute. <laughs> it looks so good, though. Like, so, I love it. You got the uh, magic voice. It's the inner world type voice. That you have. And I'm coming for somebody's job since the world's opening back up. I hope. Uh, <laughs> good lord. Uh, we got a couple. We got a couple pieces of news today. Um, they are doing a Wednesday, a spinoff of the Adams Family, and it's Wednesday. Okay. And it's Wednesday when she goes to college, when she's going to a college called Evermore. Uh, and these are her. And Gomez is being played by Louise Guzman. Okay. And Morticia's being played by Catherine Zeta-Jones. Okay. I can see this now. I And I like Louise Guzman. He's he's actually funny in a lot of stuff I see him in. So I, I would like to see him. Now, is this animated? No, this is live action. 
live action. Okay. Yeah, this is gonna be live action. Uh, the actress is Jenny Jenny Ortega. I didn't get to grab her picture, but it's Jenny Ortega. So, uh, that's some good news. Uh, the other piece of news that just hit Twitter, and good lord, this man is starting to pop up every freaking where. Oh, my ex-husband? Yeah! Idris Elba will be playing Knuckles in the next Sonic movie. He's so this great. Is... I mean, he's got his hands everywhere. They get yeah. more places, okay? <laughs> but... <laughs> What's up? No, he's happily married. Let me stay out that man's life. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. But... But I love him. I was just telling somebody who told me the news, and I was like, yeah, I saw it a couple hours ago, that he just has this presence about him where, of course, women want him, but men, like, actually would want to hang out with him. Like, yeah. they like the guy. He's, so he's like just very brother. smooth. He's much he's like, smooth like, he's, he's just like like Denzel Washington. Like, yeah. brother is just smooth, and he's articulated, he's smart, and you just like, you know what? And his accent definitely puts everything, like, above it's just like come on now like yeah so likable it is it, it he really is uh since we're talking about idris elba we are going to be giving you some spoilers and giving us our review of the suicide of the suicide squad which just premiered uh this week well this thursday this past thursday on hbo max and in movie theaters now on the downside it didn't do well as far as theater uh theatrical release it made like 26 million dollars but uh what was the last film that came out uh cruella didn't do that well black widow yeah a lot of them did and so i don't think it's so much the content i think it's the fact that some people aren't really geared up to go to movie theaters like they want to you know so i had um i went there as a little date thing and uh it was literally us and maybe two other couples in the whole movie theater. There's not a lot of people like that. Yeah. Yeah, John says, so he watched him on Hot Ones. I wanted to kill him because he talks with his mouth open. (laughs) 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 Not so, except I don't care. His mouth can stay open, okay? I I do not care. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I wish I had a song for that one. Uh, I don't care, baby. But, but yeah, uh, the Suicide Squad. So we're going to start with you. So what did you think? First I of all, I loved it. I yeah, didn't go yeah. into it with any expectations. I was not a huge fan mm-hmm. of the first one. It's not like I hated it. It wasn't one that I was going to see again. Yeah. Certain films are like, I'm going to watch this again. Like people did with Black Panther or Guardians of the Galaxy. It was an easy watch again and again for people. Mm-hmm. That was just kind of a one and done for me. So this one I said I was going to look at it as not a part two something completely different, although there were going to be familiar characters. And I'm happy I went in there and like kind of dumped any expectation out of my mind because I thought it was stupid in a good way. Mm. And it was entertaining. I, I Those are the only things I wanted. I was like, I want this to be dumb and entertaining. And, and it was. Just it was. Uh, predictions. <laughs> Me and DC had predictions. Oh, uh, really? We had predictions about... Were you guys talking without me? No, we said it before. We kept we mentioned we just didn't we just didn't nail down who. I did. I literally said that there are certain characters I don't see biting it. And I was wrong in that first what 15 minutes. Baby, I was not <laughs> ready. And you know what I kept thinking? I was like, okay. Um <clears throat> maybe um 
what's her name? Wallace? Some Wallace? Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, Amanda Waller. Yeah, I love her. Like, Viola Davis, first of all. Ah, yeah. Perfect. Oh. I, 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 there's several people who've played Amanda Waller, and they've all freaking nailed it. And she's she's probably the third live action Amanda Waller to play it because I know she's Angela Bass has played her. <clears throat> uh, I can't remember act, an actress played her on Green Arrow on the Arrow show, and now Viola Davis, and and they managed to always kill it. The fact that she has mastered the art of not giving a fuck. The fact that you had somebody ready to stab you and you ain't flinch, baby. Everybody mm. else never removed, and you was like, "All right, you ain't too fucking crazy." I'm like, I didn't know that's right. And um, that that was an intense scene. I said, "Okay." She I'm like, she good. didn't move a muscle at like, all. Can we just talk about the acting? That <laughs> so good, like better in the first part of the film than it was later. Mm -hmm. But um, thinking about how actors work, I could, I could guess that sometimes when you have done some serious work before, like Idris has, it's probably maybe takes on some level more skill to play something that goes in and out of being serious and silly. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's probably a little harder than having some strict script character thing to follow. But that first, like, 30 minutes of the film, um, they did, like, Viola and Idris did some bomb-ass acting, but I was not expecting these people to die. Like, oh, no, I knew you meant, like, a mouthful of food. Yeah, yeah. I, I just didn't care. Some people just look <laughs> like him, The Rock. I don't fucking care. Um, <laughs> like, I don't. But um, as far as um, those people dying, I, I thought she was going to wake up from some dream. I thought somebody was going to be like, whoa, this was a simulated event. And I was like, wait a minute. We're just leaving them dead. Like, we're just, we're killing these people. Just, Boomerang gone. I was not That ready. one, that was the one that, that made me scream. That made me scream. I felt like Harley. I'm, I'm like, yo. What? Listen, I did feel bad for the little weasel thing <laughs> when it dropped in the water. Or what, was it a weasel? Or did they say it was a dog? Was a wow. like, they I don't know what the fuck that was. He's like, it's like an Afghan hound. He was like, the Afghan hound has tons. <laughs> like, when they said it killed like 40 children or some shit, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> I'm like, hilarious. There were, yeah, Captain Boomerang, like, Okay, first seeing Blackguard, who's played by Pete Davidson, first seeing him getting his face blown off was unexpected. I was not. He wasn't on that. my docket to make it. It was just, it was an unexpected thing. And he's a pretty and, relevant star in the real world. So I figured, surely you're going to be throughout this film because mm -hmm. you're younger and, you know, whatever. Honey, out of here. Then it just went down. That was crazy. The little alien lady, I wasn't expecting that either. I was like, wait, what? I didn't even get to really see her do nothing. Like, yeah, boomerang yeah, it hurt my feelings. I'm not gonna lie, even like the javelin. I was <laughs> like, and as much as I as much as I love Nathan Fillion, yeah, I was just like, that is the worst power. Oh, to yeah, have. stupid, very dumb. Like, I, I, I thought he I thought the minute he had this detached his arms that he would like punch. <laughs> Or something, or you chop something. No. I was like, all you did was like three stooges type stuff and just was annoying. And I'm like, I, I thought the arms oh. were gonna like really fly out and start doing like some wild shit. And <laughs> no, and just the way they decided to off everybody, it was very intense. Some some of that was like, there was nothing funny about it. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, wait a minute, y'all really had me thinking that we were going to follow certain people throughout this whole movie. And that was not it. But not the case. It was entertaining from jump. It was unpredictable. I wasn't ready. Yeah, it was something completely blown out the water. Uh, <laughs> Savant was. I was just I was expecting so much more from Michael Rooker's survival. I was not expecting him to run off scared. Oh no, <laughs> not run like the pop doggy paddle. Yeah, the doggy paddle. Like, I'm like, yo, I'm like, what does James Gunn have against Michael Rooker and dying? Like you killed him I off in Guardians. It's it was just weird to see him in that way, because whether you watched him in Guardians, whether you watched him in The Walking Dead. He was just not ever playing a character that wasn't badass and like to the death I got this whatever. Um, and this one was weird seeing him be scared and be like, "No, fuck this shit." I'm like, <laughs> "What am I watching?" And then the you know, real crew arrive on the other side of the island. Like, and, they, and they know nothing about what just happened. They Wait know nothing. <laughs> That's something I did enjoy throughout the film because the times where they did like a kind of well 15 minutes earlier or whatever yeah, I, yeah. those moments came right in time because i was so engrossed in what was happening um it, it was a nice way to kind of take you out of that last scene and then put you in another one and shout out to the creative development or whoever came up with how they um talk about what they're doing next like how the operations show up oh and yeah yeah the landscaping or the like that was some cool like shit. when the when the actual crew shows up and the wind blows and the leaves spell it out now cool. and or yeah. when they were like they said they would have had to do and they're like no we got one more thing to do and it was like operation harley like we got to get her first so <laughs> they changed the lettering i thought that was pretty cool so um i will say that besides boomerang catching me completely fucking off guard um i'm just like okay you you kill Captain Boomerang, but you can't kill Harley. You can't kill Harley. Like she's kind of the draw. <laughs> you know, she's kind of the draw of this whole thing. And watching watching the whole thing unfold, I'm I was actually I'm not really like big on John Cena, but this shit was hilarious with him. Oh yeah, he was great. He was great. I was never really into him in wrestling, but I always say the how he interacted with my son when I got to see him like right ringside oh, yeah. years ago. He's, I was like, you are. I will kid. say this. I will say this. Like, like outside the ring, I do follow him outside the ring. This dude is, he's like, he's really is for kids. Like he has done okay. something for the, like 365. He's done something like for, uh, uh, for the wish kids and everything else. Like this dude is really about, the, he's about the wall. He's about to walk. So I can respect that, but um, he played a perfect version of like if Captain America and Old Boy from the Boys, like how Homelander had a baby, (laughs) it would have been him because he had these great moments and other moments like what an asshole! (laughs) Like he would kill people. I'm like what? And the conversation he was having with Idris was hilarious. Yeah, they're 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 going back and forth with it, especially when they go to the refugee camp. Uh, man, they and they're, they're basically yeah, they're taking out all the people, and then he was just like, "You missed." He was like, "Compression bullets." He was like, "Whatever," and then he was just like, "It is when it's dope as fuck." And I'm yeah, like, "That was funny." And then for it just to be like, fuck. "You're right, you're right." right. <laughs> <laughs> I could literally watch a whole show just with those two. Yeah, that uh, was entertaining enough, and I love the polka dot man. Like, yes. 
what are I can't remember. I've I always mess his name up, but I will say that that actor has been in more DC related shows than anybody because he's played uh Abracadabra on The Flash, he's been he's Polka Dot Man here, he's been uh, he was in. He was he was one of the Joker's henchmen in the Dark Knight. Oh wow! You know he was like one, yeah they he, yeah he was like dressed up as one of the cops like when they had the whole parade thing going on. That's pretty cool. That was an like, excellent scene, by the way. Dude, dude stays. I'm like he's just on DC's radar. He's even done voice work, I think, for Calendar Man in one of the animated features. Like this dude is just staying in. I'm like, okay, you're on DC's radar. You might as well, you're probably up there with Mark Hamill and Kevin Conroy now. You're maybe not in voice work, but you're damn yeah. sure like the go-to guy for like, we need a villain. We know who to call. <laughs> you know, so and I was um I was shocked when he bit it as well. I was like, but why was it necessary to take him out the game as well? Like, I just yeah, Cena's uh, a nice guy. Yeah. Like I have nothing bad to say about that man because he did not have to like shake my son's hand and say hey and salute him and i'm like he will never forget that like i'll never forget that so i'm always going to be team cena unless he turns out to be one of these white folks child that later on down the line and say something tweet something crazy something comes up <laughs> like please don't say anything to where the colors got to turn their backs on you please right right no um, culture no stupid shit. this but he was right. great yeah, he was. He was great. The scene where um, King Shark is getting ready to eat Ratcatcher, the whole interaction between Bloodsport and Peacemaker, and he's standing there in his tidy whities and he's yelling at him, and he literally says, he's like, what are you doing standing in your tidy whities He's like, that's racist. And I'm like, how is yeah. that racist? To say that that's racist was, that's what I was like, this is really going to keep getting better with these two. Because yeah. so then just comfortably in his underwear, it's like I get that your body is together, sir, but why? This is very why uncomfortable. Is necessary. And I love uh, that King Shark basically was like, "Yes, I'd eat my friends." The fuck? Like, yeah. <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to reason with them, but it's like, no, you don't eat your friends. And then in turn, who you thought were your friends literally tried to kill you. Exactly. Eat you. So I'm like, little jelly things here. with teeth. I learned that years ago from a gym of a show called Go Gabba Gabba. You don't bite your friends. <laughs> Never forgot it. Shout out to Yo Gabba Gabba. Shout out to Yo Gabba Gabba. Life lessons. Don't bite your friends. <laughs> uh, Ratcatcher was a surprisingly good character. Wasn't expecting to like her as much as I did. Right. Because she's never she never once struck me as villainous, like right. like that dangerous, like. She's in there because she robbed the bank using rats. You know, I other than that, you know, she wasn't a threat. She was sleepy all the time. And I was like, which was also funny. Yeah, I'm like, why is she tired all the time? (laughs) Like, like he literally has you damn near in his mouth, and you're not. I was having the most wonderful dream. I'm sorry, how? And in a moment where my sensitive ass almost cried was when she got all the rats to come at the end and she covered them and then I was like oh it's like her dad like my yeah. soft ass I was like this is beautiful they run the city now like stupid yeah um Harley 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 uh I love how they just how they brought her like even boomerang <laughs> Captain Boomerang says it he's like Harley what are you doing back here he's like oh she says oh, oh I had road rage in the bank and I'm like okay 
that's why they got her. <laughs> like, they just, I, I will say just, the first thing I've seen Margot Robbie's Harley in where I am not annoyed by her character. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's saying a lot. I feel like had this been how we saw her first, it wouldn't feel like Harley fatigue. Yeah. This is not like she's been in hell and stuff, but I'm already like over Harley's care. I'm still waiting for you guys to give me Poison Ivy in a live action the way I want. You know what I mean? Yeah, we do. Because Uma Thurman's addiction has been almost like 20 years now, right? Yeah. So, but I, I enjoyed um, the work that Margot did this time. Like, I really felt like maybe years of playing Harley, she's finally like in a stride. But to me, this film, she did the most Harley-esque things. Like, fucking old boy, and then killing him when he said what he said, yeah, like, like that. That was she, very hard. And then she explains why she did it. And said you look better with all the bad thoughts flowing out your head. And I'm yeah. just like, that was very hardly. This yeah. made sense. Um, Her singing as like, she's being I, electrocuted, and then it's like, gotcha, bitch. I'm so good. let's talk about that, that scene. Whole scene. Whole scene. That whole escape scene, and, and it, I put it, I put a post up on the, on the Blurred's Eye View IG page. But that whole scene where she's doing the thing with her feet and unlock that's all her. She's amazing. It's all her. And I'm just like, wow, that's fucking impressive. When she lifted him up further, I was like, and broke three, his like, neck. Girl? Oh my God, Harley. Yes, yeah, swipe right. Like, <laughs> I was like, okay, like, this is what I like. And I like to see her, especially using the javelin. She was whooping everybody's ass. Oh, yeah. And oh, I yeah. love seeing women just flat out kick ass. Wonder Woman style, Harley Quinn style, Kill Bill style, like mm-hmm. just whooping ass. And the fact that it wasn't like a, a bang, bang, shoot em up thing the whole time. And I, I wasn't mad that we looked at her basically for about 10 minutes. Really? She she really didn't do, she didn't, come. the time she was on screen, she commanded it, but she wasn't she on did. screen long. She wasn't on screen long at all. You know, and I'm glad they made it. When she was, I felt like I'm okay with this. Like, this is like really, really dope. And Mm -hmm. yeah, like the way she flipped and then she does this cartwheel and takes the jab and she's not even looking. But the line that she made, like with her body, like, I don't know what trainer or who taught you, but I'm like, this is some Olympic shit. Like, bitch, you look bomb. These heads are rolling. And I don't, I'd have to like read interviews with the directors and stuff to see where their mindset was on editing and how they wanted stuff. But I liked that it seemed like in her head, everything was rainbows and flowers and everything while she's doing what she's doing. Like this is what she experiences while she's doing this versus what we see is all the, you know, flat out carnage and stuff. Right, right, right. I thought that was really, really cool. Like they definitely did that. They did. And then, uh, Rick Flag wasn't expecting Rick, that. Rick. Damn, I, I wasn't that expecting band. that one. I wasn't either. I actually, I actually liked him more time. this time around. Yeah, <laughs> I liked him this more more this time around because this is not a sequel. It's it's more of a soft reboot, you know. And I liked him way more. And I'm just like, thank you. Th- fuck, you did what for making him like. A real leader, he was automatically respected, but I think it was around the time when they got to the camp to rescue him. Mm-hmm. And there was no need for rescue. And it was like, <laughs> What? Why did my people alert me? And they're like, um, and King Shark throwing up fingers and shit. I'm like, okay. There it, it took it took it took polka about polka dot man is like oh we killed, killed everyone like damn don't say anything. Polka dot man <laughs> way of just flat out saying stuff was killing me. <laughs> 
<laughs> like, you have no kill people if you imagine them as your mom. I'm like, you good lord. Yeah, yeah. Especially when you, the one scene where he looks at everybody on the team and it's his mother of some or form. He's like dancing in the bar and he's dancing with his mama. Yeah, I was just like, dude, you have, yeah, you are the crazy one. <laughs> yeah, that was um, it was a lot to take in, but I I loved his character so much. But I really did like um, that's his name, sure. David Daz Malkian. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not that's his name. Yeah, that's that's his name. Oh, look at these fun facts. Yeah, that was his name. Come on, David Dalen. Fun facts. Thank you, John. I, I knew it was yeah, DD. Was, I just I always mess his name, or at least his last name, anyway. He was really, really good, and so my feelings were hurt. But you know what I appreciate? I appreciate Peacemaker having that kind of regret in his eyes when he did what he did. It wasn't yeah. a full on "Yeah, I got you." You could tell he was like, "Yeah," when it came to rack, uh, rack catcher within himself. So I, yeah. I do like that, especially if he's going to be getting his own spinoff. We need yeah. to actually feel a little bad for something about him instead of just having some psycho. Yeah, because he was ready to give her, he was ready to pop her, and he was really hesitating because, like, you could tell he liked her. He, he liked her. She was very very much a likable character anyway. So he liked her, and he was just like, I don't want to shoot you for this damn disc. It's like, I definitely, I don't think he wanted to kill anybody, but like he said, when he had to get himself together, like, I'm thorough. Like, this, this is what I fucking yeah. do. If I don't do shit else, I commit, damn it. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> but I, when he said that, I, part of me was like, you know, he does kind of have a point. Because if you're going to be known as this, you might as well follow through. It. You just got to follow through. Shit. So, uh, I, um, yeah, I enjoyed that. And I like that scene going back to the beginning. Because um, I don't remember the actress name, but I know she plays in Deha's little uh, sister in the HBO show that they do, Euphoria. Um, oh, I forget the girl's name. She also did the the movie A Wrinkle in Time. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Daughter. And them yelling "fuck you" at each other was seeing her. I'm like, I always look. She plays in Daya's little sister. Right? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and um, oh, I can't, I can't remember. Uh, Storm Reed, that's her name. Storm Reed. She has a very distinct name. It's Storm Reed. That's her name. And just seeing this young actress, like she's really good in what she's doing. She's very much. A part, a part of her acting. She's acting at a young age. She's mm -hmm. acting. So, yeah, seeing that, um, many people didn't like Starro, and and I get it. It's a weird character, but you gotta think this is kind of like a major threat for the Justice League anyway, you know, because when you have a creature who literally lets smaller pieces of itself that was so disturbing to look at because I don't like little like cracks and a lot of holes and stuff. So just to mm. see all that, I was like, ah, <laughs> like I did not like that at all. But the way that those stars were like just smacking people in the fucking face was hilarious. Yeah. And I loved how uh, Bloodsport's freaking costume. Damn. His shit was boss as hell. Listen, I was like, this is this. I meant to tweet about it. I'm like, this is how Batman thinks he looks. <laughs> <laughs> this is how Batman thinks he looks with his dad. Because I'm like, it was, I don't know what type of Stark technology they stole <laughs> and then pushed over there, but it was really cool. Like, because I wanted when, that helmet bad. You, yeah, the helmet, the whole thing oh, really God. was like, they were just like, yeah, <laughs> my wife even said it. She was like, he's in jail for shooting Superman how? And then we watching the movie, she was like, that's how, huh? I'm like, oh yeah, yeah. When you got that kind of gear, mm -hmm. 
when you start pulling off pieces of your belt to make a bigger freaking gun, it's insane. It's insane. So, uh, I'm giving it a solid eight, man. The, the, the movie gets a solid eight out of ten for me. Eight, eight, yeah, eight, I'm, eight, I'm five, gonna eight, give it like a nine just because I truly did enjoy it for the things that I wanted it to be. I wanted some type of like really ridiculous, campy stuff, and I even got it with uh, the the villain or villains. Um, throughout so it, it did what it was supposed to do it's something that i think i would watch again because it was just too many laugh out loud moments fight scenes that i'd want to watch again maybe stuff that you miss i don't know if they still do it because like dvds aren't like a huge huge thing anymore but i would love to have like kind of like an actors or director commentary throughout that whole movie just to hear oh, yeah. like behind the scenes stuff or whatever because that would be cool <laughs> john says uh that's Batman with Stark Tech nanotechnology. Yeah, that's pretty I mean, much. Like that pretty much. with like fucking vibranium or some shit. Like what? How? How? It's, and, and, it's beautiful. Like every time he went for something and when he got like the big gun out to shoot, I'm like, damn. Like, this like is what did, they just came. Why did it look like WD-40 that was like on your on your belt? Man, like, literally put it out. Uh, 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 let's go. I'm like. This is what they need, like, when I think about video games where I like um, the weapons, like, this is what they need in Dead Space. This no, is what they need. Like, there's certain games and shit where you're like, no, I need something more than what I got because I'm going to drop die. this because I need this. Right. And, and the fact that you can still whip people's ass because the suit's obviously lightweight, so he, the hand to hand combat was there. Yeah. I enjoyed it. And I enjoyed the kind of wanted, because that's what it reminded me of. You remember that movie with the curved bullets and stuff? Yeah, and yeah. Hot, and he's just like, how? Smaller bullet, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. like, Yo, wait, his entrance for that, though, because it was like the whole building's collapsing, and he's he's just on one slab of concrete thinking he's getting ready to die, but it just drops another level, drops another level, drops. So it's like yeah. everything underneath him is taking an impact. So when he lands... And he sees Peacemaker getting ready to shoot Ratcatcher. And I'm like, dude, you literally just had a badass entrance by accident. By accident. <laughs> the way, like, my knees are set up, he had knees like Megan Child. I'm like, <laughs> I would have fell the fuck over. Okay? I already would have passed out thinking that I was going to die, but didn't. Like, oh, my God. And then you keep falling? Absolutely not. Yeah. But that's what they're there for. They're used to being in those situations. So it's but, like... Yeah. It was it Whatever. was it was definitely a ride. Um oh, shout out to James to Gunn. The eye of the monster too was a nice <laughs> It reminded me of Big Hero Six when they went into that little world. Yes, yes, like, yes. It, it, they're like, floating like, around. She got rats just floating around her. Yeah, and the rats came they're in. Playing like, the music and on. oh my god. It was a lie. Le- like, leave it, it leave it, leave to Harley. But shout out to James Gunn for taking another obscure team of this time villains and making them relevant. Uh, he did it with Guardians of the Galaxy. Now he's doing it with DC Suicide Squad. He, he knows exactly. Like Howling Commandos. I would live. Oh, I would live for that. Kevin Feige, if you're listening. That would be. You already so got awesome. him hired back. You might want to do a Howling Commandos for Marvel right now. <laughs> I and use, and use James Gunn to do it. Um, but So before we get out of here, because you know we're we're shorting it today, uh, and it's not bad. That's a good thing. Um, we do have an a memorial 
for those who we lost from the team. But before we get out of here, Candy B, you want to tell everybody where they can find you. If you are not watching our lovely faces, um, so you can't see my little hashtags and apps and whatever, we have at Candy B Cosplay. That is C-A-N-D-I-B-E-E Cosplay. Thank you so much. So everything is there. You go to my IG, you see the links um, in the apps for the two wonderful podcasts I'm a part of, Where's I View, duh, and then The Triangle. <laughs> Um, and also my little business emails there. So if you want me to host something, cause I'd be hosting, um, shout out to the shit because I got to do the King shit, um, <clears throat> well, ish, uh, episode, which was so nice to talk to a panel of men, honest and openly. Um, so if you haven't checked that out, go to what the stuff podcast, Facebook page, check that out. I think it's on, um, YouTube too. Uh, I, I think it, I think, I believe you do got it on, up on YouTube. Okay. So um yeah, that's that's my thing. And then or if you live in Ohio, you probably catch me around because I'm always doing something. I got bingo I'm hosting tomorrow, so I'm always doing something, always on the move. But cosplay yeah. for the looks and the memes. And and yeah, just keep an eye out for because y'all thought I was the busy one. She's the busy one. <laughs> I I yeah, I got busy really, really quick. What's funny is as I decided, okay, I'm going to be serious and intentional about my love life. I'm going to get it together. I realized I don't have time because you talk about <laughs> yourself to a guy. And then I've been asked several times, okay, so when's your free time? Like, when can I expect to see you? And I'm like, oh, yeah. I got to I gotta make time to actually talk to people. So, right. fun times. It is It is what it is. Uh, well, we got another. Uh, I will be at Carolyn John's this Saturday, but it won't be until like four o'clock. What's going on? Uh, it is free comic book day at oh, Carolyn yeah. John's. Free promotion. Uh, Carolyn John's is a bookstore over uh, in what in west west side of Cleveland in Cam's Corners. Uh, they normally do free comic book day the first weekend of May, but obviously because of COVID restrictions, now the world is opening back up. So they were managing to get legendary artist and writer Chris Claremont to come in and write and uh, do some signings and do some pictures and everything else for the fans. But unfortunately, yours truly has to work this weekend. Ooh. Ooh. So <laughs> Ooh. see, we're always in sync. Uh, so so I won't be there until about four o'clock. So around four. How long does it go? Uh, normally it's uh, well, normally it will be in May and it will start at like 7 p.m. and end at like one o'clock in the morning or two. Uh, this time, I think it's like from 10 in the morning when they open to probably 8 p.m. Because they're open all, all that day Saturday anyway. So, yeah, yeah 10 to 7. Yeah, it is. It's okay. 10 to 7. 10 to I'm 7. Like, if you go, I'll probably try to do that. I need to meet up with you anyway because I got your stuff. Yes, like I mean, I, I'd pretty much be halfway there anyway. Your so. notebook, your other like art, like my car is not your like. I don't know. It just literally collected that fast. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like, why is all this stuff in my car? Not my stuff. <laughs> so Chris is going to be getting his stuff. I'm getting stuff from everybody. I got a buddy of mine who's like, she's like, she stays in Youngstown, and uh, she's like, I have all this Black Panther stuff for you. I'm like, I'll be there. Just gotta wait for me. <laughs> so, um, you can catch me here on all those lovely uh, sign outs there. You know, you can follow me on uh, IG, Chris.Fury1, TikTok, ChrisFury1. <clears throat> you can also uh, check us out on the Blurred's Eye View IG page as well. That's all one word. 
Uh, but for those who are listening, be sure to tune in and subscribe to the Facebook page, Blurred's Eye View, and the YouTube page for the latest updates in the Blurred world. Uh, check us out as well on IG, as I stated, all lowercase. And you can check me out every Tuesday, or every, I'm sorry, every Friday on IG Live. Now, I didn't do it last week, too exhausted. But this week, I will be. Uh, for the Blurred Rapper, where you'll never know who could be a guest, hell, it might even be you. Uh, tune in next week for uh, another episode of Blurred's Eye View, where we'll be talking to another POC creative. Uh, until next mission, I am your host, Chris Fury, along with Candy B. We got to get some Zentai posters going. <laughs> no, I told you. We need something. <laughs> we got to spruce it up. We got to spruce it up. Uh, remember to educate yourself. floating around us for no reason. Right. Remember to educate yourself and others, entertain yourself and others, and most of all, encourage yourself and others. And before we get out of here, we have a special memorial. But until next mission, we're out. so hard to say goodbye to yesterday. I, I couldn't resist. I could not resist. I honestly love that. And shout out to Milton because we didn't even talk about him. Yes. So until next mission, everybody, take care. <laughs> Don't worry, John. I got you covered. Everybody, take care. Be safe. We're out.